God's justice satisfied. 2 Samuel chapter 4. David continued to reign as the king of Judah as he waited patiently for the Lord to make him king over all of Israel. There were still some members of the house of Saul who had rights to the throne of Israel. These men were Ishbosheth, Saul's son, and Mephibosheth, Jonathan's son. David at one point had vowed to protect and serve the house of Saul, and he was faithful to keep that vow. When Abner died, Ishbosheth's courage failed. He didn't know a thing about leading, and the people knew that without Abner, the kingdom would falter. After Ishbosheth and the next king in line was Mephibosheth. However, because of a tragic accident, Mephibosheth was crippled and could not serve as the king. The last two men of Saul's house were too weak to lead Israel. Ishbosheth was emotionally and spiritually weak, and Mephibosheth was physically weak. Therefore, Ishbosheth's death would bring an end to the reign of the house of Saul. David would become the next king of Israel, beginning the reign of the house of David. Then two men, seeking to serve their own self-interest, tried to speed up this process. These two men were serving Ishbosheth as captains of raiding bands. Their names were Bana and Rechab, and they were brothers from the tribe of Benjamin. In seeking to find power and position in David's kingdom, they devised a plan to murder Ishbosheth. Rechab and Bana went to the house of Ishbosheth in the middle of the day while he was taking a nap. They entered his house, stabbed him in the stomach, cut off his head, and fled through the night until they reached David in Hebron. When they got to David, these brothers thought that they were bringing good news to David, just like the Amalekite who killed Saul in chapter 1. Yet like the Amalekite, they were mistaken in thinking that David hated Saul and viewed him as an enemy. No, David viewed Saul as the Lord's anointed. Yes, there were tensions in the relationship, but the God-given position of king was held in high honor by David. The king of Israel was simply a servant of the greater king. When David called his God Lord, he meant it. The Lord was the one who would avenge and redeem David. He actually believed this. No man would make David the king of Israel. The Lord had to do it. Rechab and Banna thought differently. They thought that murder would help David politically and speed up God's promises. They believed that the end could justify the means. That is not a principle of God's justice. David was a just man, and he wouldn't take the throne by moral and political corruption. David wanted to make a clear point about this, so Banna and Rechab were killed for their crimes. Their hands and feet were cut off, and they were publicly hung in Hebron for all to see their disgrace. As for the head of Ishbosheth, it was given a proper burial of honor. This story has a lot of blood, but it all speaks to God's view of justice. God's justice must be satisfied properly, and David knew this. Yet even though David sought to satisfy justice in this case, there is only one person's blood who has ever fully satisfied the justice of God, and that is Jesus. God satisfied his own justice by sending his own son to die because no man could ever fully execute the justice of God, not even David. Years later, David will also unjustly murder a man. He eventually had his own fair share of moral and political corruption. But what a great salvation we have. 
and that the King of Kings would come and die to forever satisfy the justice of God. The Lord Jesus came from the house of David, and he is the one who truly redeems our lives out of every adversity.